You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. We welcome you. Welcome back to Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. I'm George. I'm Haley. We've got an exciting episode this week. It's Godzilla vs. Biolante. Biolante. Oh man, I've been waiting for this one. I know. I'm so happy. I'm so happy our guest chose it, and I think it was the perfect guest to choose it. Uh, everyone, please welcome uh, our good friend, artist extraordinaire, and fellow Godzilla fan to the to the extent that she got me her lovely Godzilla necklace once. Lindsay Carota. Hello. Woo! Amazing. Welcome, Lindsay. We're excited to have you. Thank yeah, you we're for having so me. excited to have you. Now, you've you have worked on uh, many different shows. You're a character designer. You most recently were on Mighty Magiswords. Yes. Uh, you were the lead character designer on that, right? It wasn't an official title, but basically, yes. Oh, there we go. Great. Yeah, like, <laughs> the president of character. The president. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of a ragtag team. But yeah. <laughs> the dictator of character uh-huh. design. The star of characters. <laughs> <laughs> the official leader. Yeah. The undisputed leader. <laughs> the champion. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming, Lindsay. Uh, we're, uh, like we said, we're really excited you chose this. This is Godzilla versus Biolante. And before we jump into it, George, you have been you've been putting a poll up on Madcast Media. That's every week, right. right. Yeah. yeah and or, this time we remember to bring it. In yeah, there. I know. <laughs> what is this? Just like episode 15. Finally, we Whatever, it in. man. Yeah. We told you guys we're developing our format. Deal with it. Yeah. We're figuring it out as we go along. But I've been doing these polls and they're super fun. A lot of people have been sending me messages and comments. They really enjoy these poll questions. I bought I brought in our first ever results. Well, this is from episode four. So not our first. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the earlier ones. Uh, and if you recall, that was the episode of uh, Gigantic. The fire monster, oh, yes. or or Godzilla versus Anguirus, right? Right, and so I asked the audience, I asked you, the listener, what is Anguirus? And the poll options were: is he just a dinosaur, or is he a spiky boy? And <laughs> <laughs> and with sixty six percent of the vote, he's a spiky boy. Yay! That's right. Wow, some people were like firmly like he's an Ankylosaurus. No, he's a dinosaur for sure. 34% of our audience. And then I asked the follow-up question, which is, were you expecting the gore? Because it was kind of a gory it movie. It was gory. There was some f- bloodshed, man. That's right. Yeah. And it was an early Godzilla movie, so you weren't expecting that, like in black and white, especially. Yeah. I mean, Anguirus was a gusher, or I, a Godzilla, if I recall. Was, yeah, both. both of them. That's no, right. Anguirus really bled out pretty heavy, too. So I asked the audience, were you expecting the gore? And the options were... No, but it was awesome. And yes, but it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> and with 60% of the vote. No, but it was awesome. Yay! Yay! <laughs> they were surprised. They were thrilled. And they were along for the ride. Yeah. And also on the website, if you go to madcastmedia.com, click on Godzilla versus Podcast Zero. At the bottom of every page is a voicemail number. You can call in and leave us a voicemail. Yeah, please do. And I'll play those on these episodes. So we had an episode recently. Mm-hmm. It was a look back at the 1998 Godzilla, the American Godzilla. Yes. The Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Oh, and we had Betsy Sodaro as our guest. Yes. Yes. Amazing. And we got some amazing fan art uh, for that 
that episode? Absolutely. Yeah, both from uh, Thomas Perkins and an, a fan who do, did an interpretation of Thomas's yes. interpretation yep. of Betsy's Kaiju. It, it was amazing. Yeah, but yeah. we got a voicemail uh, about that episode, and uh, here it is. Uh, hello. Um, just wanted to uh, throw this out there to you all. Um, I, I know you were talking about how Godzilla, um, when he like people recognize him, and how that's weird and stupid, and totally agree um, for the most part. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Godzilla the series, which is literally the only good thing to come out of the 1998 um, film. It's a um, cartoon, like a kid's cartoon based on that version of Godzilla in a way, but it's uh, the son of the Zilla, and the people, the scientists and stuff are friends with Godzilla, and the show is actually fairly well done, the voice acting's pretty good, there's 40-some episodes, and the kaiju are pretty much... 100% unique to the cartoon. I mean, it's wonderful. So hopefully you guys have seen it and checked it out. Otherwise, it would be great to hear you guys talk about it. Take care. Bye. Yeah, thank you so much for that voicemail. Absolutely. And, and he's right because we talked about this during that episode. Yes. The strength of the cartoon is kind of what saved and revived Godzilla for the American markets, yep. thank God, because of the abysmal performance of the movie. <laughs> yep, exactly. The movie was so bad, but they had already planned this cartoon. And the people that made the cartoon, animation saved the day once again. Yes. Because the people that made the cartoon love Godzilla yeah. and they were really into it, so they made it a good show. Also, little Easter egg Thomas Perkins worked That's on it. That's right. Thomas, Thomas Perkins, Perkins boarded our, like was a character designer or boarded on it. I can't remember. Yeah, our very own Thomas Perkins, the guy hey. who's been making this amazing fan art, the interpretations of the mm-hmm. kaiju. We really appreciate it, Thomas. Uh, and check out the the Godzilla cartoons, which we'll we'll cover at some. We're point going on to this be episode. covering. Yeah. Yes, we have a, we have show. some uh, really exciting uh, guest, a, a an exciting guest or some exciting guests lined up that I don't want to say yet, yes. but uh, I. Think think it'll be really really fun so thanks for that voicemail it was great thank was you awesome. guys yeah keep those coming the again the voicemail number is at <clears throat> excuse me the voicemail number is at madcastmedia.com click on godzilla vs podcast zero mm-hmm. and it's at the bottom of every single episode call in leave us those voicemail for a chance to hear it on a future episode. yeah or do your best godzilla roar yeah just call roar hang up call. <laughs> <laughs> this one <laughs> There it is. That was just George. Yeah. (laughs) I've been practicing. Thank you, guys. It was really good, George. It's all in the throat. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, without further ado, we should get to the movie this week. Let's do it. So this is Godzilla versus Biolante, and uh, it was released in Japan on December 16th, 1989. Uh, And this uh, this was produced by uh, Tomoyuki Tanaka. Uh, We had, it was directed and the screenplay was by Kazuki Omori and uh and boy it's a it's about Godzilla battling a rose a giant rose <laughs> and uh I have some great background on this one from our our wonderful book by David Collat but first what was y'all's review of it? I loved it. I fucking yeah, loved it. I loved it too. Lindsay, what did you think of this movie? Oh, uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um I dug the just Japan in the 80s is it's it's such a lovely style and and, and mm-hmm. uh, just I enjoyed the 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 music and the uh, elegant 
Yeah, just just, just the eightiesness of it, um, and the miniatures like so, yes. a great, yeah. great minute. This might have been yeah. my favorite. This might have been like my favorite. I know it's kind of like a lot, a lot to say, but I, I think I'll put my stake on it. I think this might have been my favorite use of miniatures. The miniatures were amazing in this. Like, and they, they really used some pyrotechnics. Yeah, uh, just incredible. Mm-hmm. And they progressed in just the way you would hope and expect technology to progress by the time this movie came out, which mm-hmm. was 1989, I believe, right? Yes, is that 1989? 1989. And the poster art is one of the trilogy of poster arts. I think I, I think it's by the same artist. Oh. Uh, right? Uh, by Noriyoshi Ohara. Uh, oh, excuse me. Ohrai. Noriyoshi Ohrai, who did, I believe, the Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. Oh. Right? And the, the the Godzilla Final Wars uh, poster art. I believe it's the same artist. For- really? Because we love the Final Wars poster art. You yeah. Know that. That's awesome. The poster for this is just incredible. So, yeah, he he did do The Return of Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Uh, Biollante, uh, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, Godzilla vs. Mothra, Mecha Godzilla 2, Space Godzilla, Destoroya, and Mega Guiras, and Final Wars. And Final so a Wars ton are- in the High Side. Heisei era? Yeah, Heisei. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like Heisei. Heisei! Welcome to the Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero podcast with the foremost experts on Godzilla. Hey, <laughs> Is it hey, 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 Sorry, guys. It's one of the eras. Me, American lady. <laughs> it's not Showa. We know that much. Yeah, Showa's easy to pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. But this uh, this guy um, has done some of the most amazing poster art you've seen for any of the Godzilla films. And this is one of my favorites. It's such a cool design. And... The monster himself is really, or herself, we should, we should yeah. say, is really, really cool. Fucking scary, man. Yeah, it's really. A scary monster. Yeah. So, now, a little bit, it's also pretty wild. <laughs> <It's> also, <laughs> let's also say there's a lot of super weird shit happening in it. Yeah. Uh, and I, so, just before we jump in, because I think it gives some really interesting uh, uh, perspective on this, um... <laughs> this film was so basically they had a hot shot baby director come in 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 uh uh omori and he and so this hot shot baby director was like hey i want to get a fresh new script out there let's do this with a competition mm-hmm. so, so a bunch of people submitted their scripts and the person who won was a dentist <laughs> and, you know, like you do like you do it's like this is the best is like um and this is actually i think this was run by tanaka so i i think this might have been omori meets tanaka on this idea but <laughs> Basically, they say that they held a contest that they could do contributions. They had 5,025 entries. And then uh, Godzilla vs. Biollante by Sh- uh, Shinichiro Kobayashi won. He was a dentist and he had been as a, he'd done some screenwriting for the return of Ultraman. And he was a big kaiju fan. But he didn't know he wanted to submit for this. But he was like, ah, he had a doctor's conference and he wasn't sure if he'd have time. Wow. So in the last two days that he had, he was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm bang out a script and then that was what was fucking chosen so amazing amazing so this guy won this competition a dentist won a competition and and of course they did heavy rewrites on it but i feel like that explains a lot of weird shit and he based it on he was like what would how would i feel if my six-month-old daughter died like what would i try to do so that's why it's like about putting the person in the rows and stuff yeah like trying to save their essence uh so yes that's that's a really weird uh weird interesting thing they also um 
if you noticed how good the monster looks, right? Yeah, you notice how good. good Godzilla looks, right? So they did some really cool fucking shit on this one. So first of all, so um, Satsuma was uh, Satsuma was in the costume, right? And he had a 242 pound rubber suit uh, that had a lower center of gravity but then they had him a light they had a lighter costume 176 pounds and that was for the outdoor tank because it would soak up water and become heavier during the shooting oh man Which, by the way it looks like it when he walks through the water he's like yeah it's, it's a slog <laughs> yeah it's a slog for sure every time i saw a shot of godzilla walking through water yeah and i'm like I, I see him i'm like if i Big saw boy. that in real life yeah i was like oh shit everything's gonna get fucked up yeah yeah godzilla's yeah. coming ashore He's going to destroy us all, yeah. and and we probably had it coming. And we had it coming. We had it coming, but it's going to take him a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll take him a minute. Yeah, and then they also eliminated the whites around his pupil, which is a thing that only humans and dogs have, mm. uh, because they can. That's how they think dogs got domesticated. By the way, did you know that? That they have lights around the pupils. So, yeah, because they can look, they understand, uh, like, if we look to the right, because we have whites around our eyes, uh-huh. it can tell you something directionally hmm. with just our eyes. And so dogs kind of, they think that dogs evolved that, too, to be able to read the whites of our eyes with theirs, and that it's a camaraderie thing. Wow. Why, Isn't that, that super weird? Yeah. Well, why do dogs always roll their eyes when I come into the room? <laughs> <laughs> All of the lights so that they can roll their eyes. Yeah. yeah. Specifically for me. Oh, here comes George. Oh, here's George. Yeah. Oh, boy, here comes another corny here story. Guys, in three in 3,000 years, there's going to be George, so okay. we better get on this. George, what crazy thing happened today? Uh, tell us about your latest date, George. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, that's pretty much Godzilla. That, yeah. that's, 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 <laughs> Rolling his eyes at rolled- me. <laughs> <laughs> um and so and uh but also off of the off of dog dog eyes and facial features, um they they made it cybot for the fucking close ups, you guys. Oh yeah. So that's why he snarls oh, and like I was has wondering a that. right in the tongue and all that shit. I was I had the same I was like, What? Yeah, because Godzilla is very emotive in this movie. Very There's a scene emotive. where uh Bailante uh sprays him with acid and he throws his head back in such pain yeah, and I right. thought I thought he does look like he's in pain in that sh- in that shot and if it was the same static mask from scene to scene it wouldn't read the same it wouldn't read appropriately right. because they definitely worked on his his uh, facial Oh they totally did. and yeah. it was cable controlled and these are like these little models they would do and do close up so it was another miniature so shout out to practical effects so it's awesome and <laughs> And then my favorite thing, my favorite tidbit going into this is that they really used real pyrotechnics. And because they were doing that around Satsuma in the fucking suit, he had to wear like protective goggles on underneath the suit in case of an accident. And (laughs) quote, Miniature helicopters fired, fired real missiles at Satsuma. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a pretty great to enhance the realism. Well, and I read something that like one of the one of the enhancements they made to this suit was they actually added lights in his spines and oh. back so that they didn't have to do wow. quite as much like rely quite as much on the the after. You Whoa! Know, so and this that, is like, the one the, they did that. You know, 
when he was in the water or something that like may have electrocuted him at oh, some point. Or maybe not when he was in the water, but like when they first tried it out, it like wasn't quite wired correctly and it might have shocked him a bit. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Like these guys <laughs> went through some fucking Oh, yeah. soon actors go through some shit. Shit. It's, I mean it's not It's amazing. The practical effects in this movie have really paid off. And I like mm-hmm. looked um the preparation says for the uh, Bilanta model for the final battle it required thirty two wires to operate. Jeez. And there's a picture of it if you look it up online. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll put this, put this on the website. Uh, uh, oh, at yeah, Madcast Media. There's a picture of just it looks like the craziest puppetry you've ever seen because you have the giant, um, uh, you know, human size, like a little bit bigger than human. The the Biolante costume mm-hmm. plus just wires hanging every which way. Can you imagine just on set? Like I I have enough trouble on set just not tripping over every every light cable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like tape it all down because I'm a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I will destroy a set just by walking. Yeah, um, uh-huh. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes George, George Zilla. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, wow. It looks like he wants the bread vine. dog is already rolling his eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he wants his second cup of Starbucks already. Uh, <laughs> he's got to destroy the production. Uh, <laughs> George Zilla. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So we, we we jump right into, we start on screen because it's, it's the 89 and it's technology. So we have, they tell us the G G level warnings, right? The, yeah. the alert system, one through four, right? And and it's kind of like the you know that's that seems like on par for a eighties sort of thing. That's our that's our lead in, and they're like, we're definitely going to use these later. So mm-hmm. just a heads up. It's like the, <laughs> the mid two thousands terror alert level, like yes, like got like Godzilla terror alert, like green. He's like out at sea, uh, yellow. He's like walking towards orange. He's made contact. Yeah, red, it's like he's right outside your window. I thought the same thing. I was like, it's yeah. like the TSA travel warning yeah. for Godzilla. They're way ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah, they really were. So then they. Then we go right into the action, which is fucking great. Yes. Godzilla's fucking shit up. Yep. Uh-huh. So we right away we know Godzilla's bad in this one. Yeah. Too. So like they did a good job but he's just like he kicks the shit out of fucking buildings. Yeah. He is doing some bad things. And this is also um, you know, future tech. Like they're shooting him back with lasers and it's so yeah. exciting to watch. I brought in my first line of dialogue early oh, the on. American reporter? Uh, yeah, the American yes. reporter. Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. It's either the reporter or one of the scientists on okay, scene. Great. Because it's right after the first Godzilla attack. Um, and some of the dialogue is hilarious in this, but it's mostly concentrated at the top of the movie. Mm-hmm. And yes, then, and then they kind of like sink into it. And, yeah. and just so you guys know what, what we're talking about is I I mean I watched the subs but there is a significant chunk of the first half of the film that is in English but done by Japanese speaking actors that just tried to like do the English part and yeah. so it's the same as if we tried to do the same with Japanese yeah. and it's like very clunkily written yeah and almost correct technically yeah. correct but I love it I love I it so it much so I wrote much. down a bunch of it oh yeah, yeah. so I, uh, yeah so here's the first clip I brought and I also brought in uh, the difference between the subs and dubs dialogue because yes. even though we have the the subs version but I brought in the English from that so we can compare oh, uh, oh great yeah George. so here's uh, here's the first clip let's do this okay we got some Godzilla cells. <laughs> <laughs> they were so excited to have that. I love it. 
and also right at the top you have this like bonkers scene where um you're not sure what's quite what uh, quite what's going on no. but there's military that's shooting against what seems like a cleanup crew yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i know it really does like, what the and fuck? this is the first sample of the music i brought in Lindsay, you mentioned the music in this yes so much uh it's like it's like this weird um almost like 70s funk yes funk yes funk rock Godzilla. yeah here's the first clip i brought in of uh of the music uh listen to this <laughs> Very funky. I want to see if I can find a copy of this. Piece. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Boom, boom, boom. Strong baseline. Yeah. And, it's a, and and they did such a they did they did uh, uh, justice to the actual Godzilla theme because if you hear it, if you imagine like a disco '70s Godzilla interpretation. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It totally is. And it's so fucking, it's so bananas. And and the reason they get all these cells is because, so Godzilla fucks the the town up. He fucks up uh, Tokyo. And then he falls into like a crater left behind by himself, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's what they say. And then, and, and this is like his first time back after like 30 years or something. And then they find the cells. They find Godzilla cells like spewed onto the side of things that are like membranous and weird. And then then that thus begins our spy caper with yeah. the funk with the funk shuffle chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Americans are definitely not good in this. No. Uh and then we have then we have like yeah, we have this bizarre chase thing where they're trying yeah, they're they're trying to steal the cells from the from the cleanup crew basically. Yes. And one guy they run past this is one of my favorite parts of the film. They're running down the stairs and you're like, "Why does everybody want this these cells? This is like a madcap mad 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 world sort of thing." They run past these two blocks and then mm-hmm. a guy jumps out and he goes, "Hey guys, Look here! Look here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like shrieked in the angriest way. Yeah. Oh, guys! Look here! Yeah, that's what he'd say. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then they all do. They go, what? and then he's like, and he fucking shoots them all. <laughs> so, it, and that was in the dubs version, right, or the subs? That was in the subs version. The subs version. In the dubs version, it's almost uh, just as goofy, but just slightly different. And they, it's like, they, it's like, hey guys, look there! And it's the, it's just as weird. That's it. Well, that's super weird. Yeah. Like why would they change one word? It's uh, bizarre. That's so fucking weird. It's like because everything is is sort of over trans, like like too perfectly translated. Everybody's way too polite. Yes, yeah. it's like a bunch of places I wrote. I'm like, oh, these thugs are so polite because everything's just like nicely translated. Yep. Like, you guys, if you could look over here, so I can shoot you in yeah, the face. Say, Hi guys, over here. Would you mind? <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a clip. This is uh, I'm jumping ahead, but like near the uh, end of the movie, there's a there's a part where the uh, the spy is like a double agent or something, and one of the guys yells out at him, and uh, this is, this is as he's realizing he's been double crossed. And here's the actual dialogue. Listen. This. So you double cross me, Mister? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh God, that's what I hmm. said during my last break. Mister. Wow. Double cross me. You know you're in trouble. Mister. You don't. You don't even use a first or last name. <laughs> Just Mister. Just the regular old Mister. Mister. It's so good. These guys are like the most bananas part. Like the the regular 
plot with the family and everything like that is very like grounded. And I mean, I mean, it's you know magical realism, but mm-hmm. it's still like they based on their emotions, their family, and all that. And then you just have these bananas tributes to James Bond, which by the way was intentional, yeah, because uh, they wanted to replicate American cinema a little bit more because they thought that was the only way they were going to contend, right? Uh, but I love that also at the end of this chase, yes. in which they, by the way these guys are from uh, United States Genetics Research Company called Biomajor. Yes. That's that's part of the spies trying to steal this, which took me a while to figure <laughs> this out. And then they the guy, a guy that's kind of like Rambo, basically, mm-hmm. comes yeah. and shoots them and he goes, kiss, kiss you guys. <laughs> and I reround that four times before being like, I bet it said KC, you guys. Yes. And I bet it said KC, you guys. KC, you guys. I like, I was like, what, what was the, the goal on that? And then I was like, I bet it said KC. And then he was like, oh, it's kiss. Uh And I don't blame him. Yeah. (laughs) So then we go to do that. We've learned that some of these are agents from Saradia. Yeah. Now where there's some, what? Not, Sa- not not Saudi Arabia, but Saradia. Saradia. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a shot of a, of a mosque, an establishing shot. And you go to, yeah, yeah you go to some, uh, this, the scientist essentially who is, who has worked on the, uh, you know, the, the gene, the gene, what is it? Not splicing, but combination of Godzilla and yes. plant cells to yes. make essentially an indestructible plant is what his goal was. That was his goal because they were saying, all the Saradians were saying like, oh, then this is like one of the first times they've really acknowledged like kind of climate change in one of these early ones they're like oh a desert we need we need to like we can't have a desert we need to grow things basically is like they're trying to get arable land so he was like oh an indestructible plant that will grow in the desert against this matte painted desert in Mm. the background which was similar to the plot of godzilla and son of godzilla um the son of godzilla where they're on the island and oh yeah yeah they're on a tropical island they're like well we need to be able to grow things here because clearly nothing grows in the tropics and then they said they call it remember that in Sonic Godzilla they call the rainforest useless oh uh, yeah <laughs> those useless vegetation oh god um, so we're we're at Inseradia, and this is you have the uh, the Shiragami is his name Shiragami Shiragami and yeah. this is the first significant difference I brought in from the dubs versus subs so I brought in first I want to play a, a conversation of the dubs uh, from the dubs okay. of the scientists uh, uh, speaking to each other. What, what, what are the names again? It's Shiragami talking to the Seradia dude. Yeah, the Seradia. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> unnamed Seradian. Yeah. yeah, unnamed Seradian so, power, powerful man. Here's a sample <laughs> from this, uh, this piece of dialogue. From the dubs, and then I'll play the subs. I'm sure those Godzilla cells will be a most valuable asset for our research into genetic engineering. But doctor, those cells would have been nothing more than trash. <laughs> if it weren't for your Whoa. great genius in clarifying for us the entire picture. No. It's you who should be thanked for giving me such a modern laboratory. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, a uh, little, little goofy, not the best uh, dubs, but here, uh, here is the subs, and you were talking about this, Haley, which they just did in English. For yeah. some reason, uh, and it's bizarre because they don't carry this throughout the movie. But here it is. The Godzilla cell was a treasure chest <laughs> of genetic engineering, but those cells would have been mere trash if it weren't for your <laughs> genius in clarifying the entire picture. No, you provided to me with the best laboratory. What? 
so yeah, so bizarre. Why they so did the, the, the dub like like it's it's like the dub is following the sub almost. It's like instead of just like yes. doing their own line read, it's like I have to follow this exactly. I, I mean, which I guess follows the lips, but but like <laughs> why why wouldn't they just do it in Japanese? Right? Like, yeah. Why didn't they just? Yeah. It's so fucking weird because it's American and, and English and cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. There must have just been this must have been their like appeal to a, this must have been another appeal to America thing. Also, when Sh- uh, 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 Shiragami's daughter is driving him to. By the way, I couldn't figure out whether she was his daughter or his wife, but then I was like, oh, okay, great, it's his daughter, daughter, Erica. Yeah, and she's driving him to it, and he's like. Um, He's like, you don't need to go with me. And she's like, you can't do anything without me. Jeez, like, <laughs> she really berates her dad. You know, I was thinking about the uh, the uh, the subs and how they did that in English, but with like a very heavy Japanese uh, accent. Um, I think it's equivalent to in American movies when you have like someone French or German and they're still speaking in English, but mm-hmm. with the accent. So it gives the like in our minds, we think we're hearing French or German, right? But you're really just hearing. English. Is it just hearing English? So right. It's probably it's equivalent that little... in, in Japanese. Like they, they wanted it to sound like, oh, they're speaking American, but it's also oh, understandable. Oh, yeah. yeah but it's still understandable. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, I couldn't figure out. I was like, why, why do that? Cause I also, I just have bad hearing. So <laughs> I just kept having to rewind and be like, I can't understand anything. Um, <laughs> but that's more on me. Uh, so then they go, so. Saradia uh, guy is. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Sardinia guy. <laughs> Sardine man. Uh, he's like, we must convert convert the desert into a granary, and then they say, good. Then America will certainly be mortified. <laughs> Which is so... We were like, wait, hold on. So there is a lot of nationalism playing in this, which, as we know, gets carried forward into Ghidorah. Yes. Yes. That's right. So this is kind of... This is where it all starts. Yeah, because 1989, this came out... I, I think it was the movie that came out just preceding King, uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scene... Haley, you sent me a clip of this. I mean, you were so excited. <laughs> Haley called me Lindsay and she was like you cannot believe this dialogue Um, there's a clip here where uh, Dr. Shiragami is talking to his daughter Erica and about a project that uh that, what like her uncle or someone is is working on yeah some scientist to, to somehow preserve nobel laureates uh semen. in the future yes in the, their semen uh here's the actual dub listen to this tell me asuka how's your father oh, he's fine thanks his latest project is to start a biobank he's trying to get the foundation to fund it yes i've heard of your father's project he wants to preserve nobel prize winner semen this came up on the on the subs i was watching with my buddy and we were like (laughs) we had to pause it and i took a nice screen grab which i'll post on the twitter yeah, and I have the actual uh, subtitles of this dialogue. It says here, his latest project is to start a biobank. He's trying to get the foundation to fund it. Yes, I've heard of your father's project and how he wants to preserve the sperm of Nobel Prize winners for the production of future geniuses. <laughs> wow, that must have blown right past me. Like, that was... <laughs> there's so much in this movie. Yeah. I know. Also, wow. Wow. I guess, like, 
like women are nothing too, or it's like oh, there are no women like, No, we just need the semen. That's where the genius comes from. <laughs> it comes from sperm. <laughs> We've got some real smart jizz in this test tube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. This little jizz has got a little graduate hat on. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one has an Albert Einstein wig. <laughs> it's just casual eugenics in Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And so then, uh, so before we can figure out this whole, here's your, you know, your super plant, um, the lab where the Godzilla so the Godzilla cells are being stored stored is bombed right by the bio major agents, and then and the cells are destroyed and Erica is killed in the blast. No! His daughter, that's right. No! And he loses all motivation to continue his research or help humanity. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. well, now that my daughter's died, I have no purpose. I'm not going to get all that come in the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. He, but he, it's amazing he his kept turn. Come though, his girl, <laughs> those are <laughs> the come. He kept the semen. Wait, was he the one vault. doing it, or was this just him talking to somebody? I wasn't sure. He was talking to. It wasn't Erica that he was talking to. Just uh, somebody a else ago. that was yeah. talking about her dad or something. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, so that semen somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere it, in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! When, when's that month? When, who's like? Wait a second. Gets a hold of it and combines it with Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. Oh no! Godzilla and There's really smart monster. guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Where would you store? You have to put that in like a fridge or something. If you can, you imagine like? Oh no! This milk's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> Violante! Violante! Oh my god! So now I'm gonna need Violante. fan art of of the of the the Godzilla sperm cell combo. Yeah, exactly. I'm, Get on it, fan. I'm imagining that it looks kind of like a Grimer. Mm-hmm. From Pokemon. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> just listen. <laughs> anyway, cut to five years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and uh, so we cut to five years later, where we are uh, bombarded with rose imagery. everywhere you go there are rose bushes the kids in this psychic compound that we're entering all wear roses in their hair my favorite scene happens that's my favorite scene yeah so yeah, so we do go to the psychic compound. So you have these the psychic Miki Sigusa, right? Is yeah, and she shows up in the next like five movies. Does she? Yeah, the psychic girl Miki. Yeah. She's she's in a ton. Yeah, and I'm glad this is an interesting yeah. byline in the Godzilla universe because sure you have giant kaiju, you also have psychics. I like that it's added a, an extra layer of something going on yes. in these Godzilla movies because then it it opens up the possibility of communication with the kaiju or at least like some understanding. I wrote the same thing in my thing. I, yeah, I completely agree. I love that there's, yeah. if there's somebody that can communicate with them, then they can kind of be an extension, a human extension of them right. in its own, in their own way. And it's great. I loved it. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was a really neat device. And we also saw that they go to essentially like a classroom full of kids mm-hmm. who are all, um, a, a, have like some psychic gift or, yeah. abil- or ability. And they all had a dream of a giant monster or a giant kaiju. And they asked the kids to draw what they saw in their dreams. And the teacher, or she walks in, uh, Miki, I think, walks into the classroom and asks the kids yeah. to... Tell me what you dreamed about. Yeah. And then they... This is scary. Yeah, they all simultaneously lift up a drawing of Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> like all cool drawings. Cool drawings. Like, Those are awesome. I wrote down cool drawings. Yeah, exactly. And also, for the record, 
I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I thought it was creepy. I thought I was like, oh shit, shit's gonna go down. Like this is he's fucking coming back. I loved all of it. See, I thought it was so cool. It was a cool scene, but like the cynic in me, if I was the teacher in the classroom, I'm like, all right, who's cheating off of? Who? <laughs> you guys are all, you guys, this is all. This is telephone. Mm-hmm. The game telephone via drawings. Because they're getting <laughs> shittier progressively. <laughs> Timmy on the ends. This Tim, is just like a stick. Yeah. Villa. Tim, go stand outside. I'm gonna call your mother. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. um, and we get that also they, they lay in, they let us know that the person behind uh, bio majors is guy, John Lee, they're really going for some nice, clear American names. They want to, and they, re- they tell us that their whole goal is they want to monopolize the genetic market in the world. And I think that's actually, I was like, oh, that's great because especially in 89, this is a little before all, all the big genetic breakthroughs. I mean, it's like kind of percolating at the time but yeah. yeah like that's they're they're kind of foreseeing the type of warfare that's probably a current cold war that we know nothing about right. <laughs> that's going between nations uh and then also his uh who is this his other daughter or is this a who is this girl you know it wasn't clear because, <laughs> uh yeah usually this exposition goes by in a sentence mm-hmm. so yes. if you miss that sentence yeah. it, like you completely miss the because there they don't show a lot of affection like uh you know like familial affection in this movie right um so i wasn't clear either but um it's one of the one of the two girls but i believe erica are you talking about uh, oh i know it's, it's asuka it is asuka, asuka. Okay. she's the daughter of okochi and so i think okochi maybe was the one keeping the keeping the <coughs> tupperware full of semen so <laughs> and her boyfriend is kirishima so he's a geneticist and he's worried about the ethics and he gets sent he goes he does a thing where he goes Massachusetts sent me a letter. They why want me to study there, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Massachusetts. Oh, going Just to go the to state? the college in yeah. Massachusetts, the, college. the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Higher ex- state wants me. I'm right. very important. You've been accepted. <laughs> Try the lobster rolls. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got this whole thing. Now, now the rigmarole starts getting built in. That there's uh, uh, there's like the scientists and there's a bacteria that can eat nuclear yes stuff that the Americans have developed uh, right I right? believe yeah the, the Americans yes the Americans developed a bacteria that can eat nuclear waste essentially mm-hmm. right and they think that they could use this as a weapon to destroy Godzilla right they can use it and and to destroy to to completely negate any nuclear bombs and right. all that stuff so it's like a right. big could be a great bioweapon sort of thing and they talk about the danger of that which i also thought was great i was like oh and that's also you know there's that bacteria that just got in discovered that can eat plastic so like these things are happening then we get the entrance of who i thought was a grizzled cop but is just another agent on the (laughs) on the course of this bacteria the wacky races to get the bacteria that's happening in the background very bizarre he's super weird and I, I, I just kept writing, did the Americans take the cells or not? I'm confused. And then he, then we have this guy that's kind of like a Falstaff, a clear, clearly a Japanese character actor that's like the bigger guy. And he, he's kind of got some Falstaff energy. And he's like, every time he finishes a line, he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he is. He's sitting in a, in a very weird office where I'm looking at the floor plan of this office. So he's sitting kind of like, 
his desk is 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 kind of in an open area in the office and then there are no chairs in front of him except there's two couches and the couches are facing each other and not the desk yeah, yeah it's so and weird he, and he's having a conversation with a guy who's probably 50 feet away who's sitting on the couch <laughs> <laughs> like the world's most awkward interview uh, and I mean, they are far apart. And this is the boyfriend. I feel, I feel like the couches boyfriend. are more comfortable if you were just come sit yeah. on the couch, maybe instead. Yeah, maybe he does this as a power play. He's like, I'm gonna sit sit in that chair, and then I can move to the couch if I feel that. Yes, we feel we've made a connection. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like the Johnny Carson of the uh, yeah, <laughs> like he's doing the power. Maybe he hasn't he hasn't invited you to the couch yet. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So he goes and he tells them that they blew this up, the Americans or something, and then. He's like, I don't, but he gives him backup cells basically because there was like some big thick cells and then he gives him these kind of shards of cells. Yeah. And I think these were backups, right? I think so. Yeah. I think There's, so. Because the, the terrorists blew up the, the laboratory where uh, Erica died. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And, and then, and then we hear the guy, then he's like, uh, uh, our main, our main scientist, uh, Shiragami is like, I have to do something soon or else Erica will die. And you're like, buddy, she's already dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to tell you, but is she? And then we have, then we cut to a romantic conversation with Asuka and this guy. And they basically, it's like a nighttime conversation with a nice, uh, night filter. And then, <laughs> Then they effectively get sprayed with a hose. Yeah. It starts raining, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> just like water explodes on this couple and they're like, Whoa! and then they run out and that's the end of their, their sweet, sweet convo. Um, so we go back to, uh, we go back to our main dude, our main, uh, our, our old scientist, Shiragami, and he's like, okay, Rose DNA, Godzilla DNA. Mm-hmm. Right. So now he's explaining that. Yeah. And Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> look, we buy it. You've combined the two DNAs. You've made an invincible rose creature. Mm. And there's um there's some kind of uh, like a volcano that explodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so- kind of, that knocks over the, like an aquarium that he had with maybe like the Godzilla cells in it. And it kind of mixes That's with the right. rose. Yes, the volcano, the volcano where we know that Godzilla is probably going to explode out of. Yes. He's going to explode out of this, uh, this mountain at Mount Miyahara. Yeah. Or Mount Mihara. Which is bizarre because you've already seen Godzilla walking around and ravishing uh, Tokyo, or ravaging Tokyo at the... At the beginning of the right. movie, so why is I I don't understand why we we have a reintroduction of Godzilla at this point? Like, has he hibernated? Has he gone to I the volcano? Guess yeah, it's super it's super weird. Uh, I don't and and so well this is how, I mean so I guess that's our shot clock right? That's our shot yeah. clock. That's what's going to go off. I also really have to comment on this. The place that created this bacteria, this super secret bacteria, this like well protected secret of the state bacteria. Go out. They show in several shots the front of this institute where the molecular formula for the bacteria is just a sculpture outside. (laughs) (laughs) They have the molecular structure in a sculpture right at the front door. (laughs) And they're like, this is our secret lab. Like, look, you know what? If you're smart enough to decipher this, you can have it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like color coded and everything. (laughs) You're just like, okay, well. I have a feeling I don't 
need to steal any samples. I'll just look at the map you made. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was easy. Yeah, exactly. And so, we don't need the sniper assassin. Yeah, uh, I guess we don't need, yeah. but we'll shoot each other anyway. Yeah. And then they go, so then about this time, this is about 27 minutes, um, this is alert level two, so that we got the the volcano exploding. Mm-hmm. They tell us it's uh, alert level two, and this is where we start going to uh, the, the the weapon. They right. talk about this weapon. Oh, but right before this is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Oh when, yes, <clears throat> yeah the uh, the big kingpin uh, Japanese boss guy is talking to uh, wait who's a oh, Japanese character actor? Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he straight up. Uh, Gives one of the coldest disses I've ever heard. I love this so much. Here's my one of my favorite lines in the movie. Listen to this. Listen, Kirishima. I have a feeling that you don't understand science very well. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, oh, my God. I forgot about that. I love that so fucking much. It's a very formal way of calling someone dumb. Yeah. It's so fantastic. And then I watched oh, it in the, in the so subs just to make sure that was the line. And, and it, it was. It was exactly, yeah. It definitely yeah. was. Because when I was watching it, I was like, oh, that's that hard. <laughs> and and you could see like it actually like it hits him like with waves of disappointment and sadness. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, wow. man, that was that's tough. Well, ice cold. Yeah, I didn't do that well in cold. science. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Like I fucking I got a tutor. Yeah. Some of us just aren't the good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut to someone who is very good at science, Lieutenant. Uh, this is Lieutenant Shokuroki of the JS. The JSDF, right? Right. The JSDF, which stands for Japanese Self-Defense Force, mm-hmm. which isn't as cool an acronym as the Godzilla, the UN, UN Godzilla, Godzilla Commander. Commander. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. I UN Godzilla Commander. That one. That was such... Ah, man. I agree. And he he is basically... So oh, that's my hunk of the movie, by the way. Uh, Shou, uh, Lieutenant Shokuroki, who, by the way, the actor, I guess, was an established... Uh, already was like a major up-and-coming comedian, like hotshot comedian. So this would be like casting, uh, you know, the the hottest comedian of your day, basically. In Carrot a, Top. Carrot Top. <laughs> this is like putting Carrot Top front and center in a Godzilla event. <laughs> uh, now I really want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he explains that they have this fire mirror, that they're they're redoing, they, they're reconstructing the Super X2, which is a machine that uh, fought Godzilla in 1984. Yes. They're fixing it. They have a fire mirror made of synthetic diamonds that if he shoots his rays at it, his atomic fire breath, it'll reflect it back to him at like 10 times intensity or something. And you know what's interesting is they did a good job with this reflector thing. Oh, Literally right before I watched uh, this movie, I watched a YouTube video that was a basically kind of uh, like how it's made style thing where they talked about how reflectors made like bike reflectors, car reflectors, that sort of thing. And it's just very small cubes that are kind of uh, um, juxtaposed next to each other that kind of make a a diamond shape. And that's how reflectors are made. So as soon as they open this up, I'm like, oh, it looks like it's uh, those cubes from the reflectors. And and it turns out like that's exactly what they built. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, that's great. So, yeah, that science checks out. Hey. Oh, sci- hey. Uh-huh. What did the audience say about that? Yeah, the audience. Hey. Oh, they like it. They gave us a ding, too. They yeah. gave us a ding? Yeah, we give one guy the dinger. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes he overdoes it, but man, today he's been judicious. On he's point. been on it. He's mm-hmm. great. Uh, so then uh, my favorite line in the movie comes up after this. So they, this whole scene is very expositional. We got our hotshot young guy that was brought in from an elite defense force. Uh, he's talking about this fire mirror. They have the backup thing where they're trying to develop the anti-nuclear energy bacteria, A-N-E-B. Uh, they 
they talk about it there and uh, there's a lot of back and forth right? right but then there we get the uh the battle rises anew between the spies and yes. we have oh my gosh this is we we i think we've went past these first guys we did we went past these guys introductions at first right where it was basically their their attempt at lethal weapon yeah. A hundred percent. They have their Mel Gibson and their Danny Glover. Uh-huh. And at first, they're sitting in... The first shot we get is they're, like, doing a stakeout. This is a little bit earlier. In a car with a a lady that's, like, painted on the side. And they're right. staking it out. And there's they say something about someone looking good. And they're I, this, like, This is what really? I wrote down. The, the, yes, the yes. English-speaking thugs are so polite. Because what they say there, they're like... like Wow, she is good on the eyes, and the other guy is like, "Oh, yeah, but that's not. Don't say that." And he's like, "Ha ha, yeah, that's right." Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah. very respectful. Like, oh, you're right. I shouldn't. I actually, I have it. Uh, if we want to mark oh, it, I can send it to you right now. If you want to play it. Oh sure. I actually, I could probably even play it. Do you have the time code? I can play it right now. Uh, I don't know if I have the time. Here, code. I might have it right here. Here it is. But, but what? She's not a bad sight. <laughs> this ain't a beauty contest, you know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, so that was the dubs version, and here is the subs version of that exact same scene. And listen to how similar the dialogue is, but a little bit goofier. Doesn't seem to be anybody important. Well, I think so, too. But, but what? She's not a bad sight. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a beauty contest. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, you're right, bro. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's my favorite fucking thing. Yeah. That's it. And so, uh, so that's what happened earlier, and it was actually right after the semen scene. Yes, that's right. Um, and then around eleven minutes and forty seconds into the movie. Yeah. So yeah, I we ha- highly advise you go visit that because if you were wondering whether this is their version of Lethal Weapon. They answer that question in the next in the scene after alert level two. Yes, because and and the discussion of the uh, diamond Godzilla reflector uh, fire mirror because they break into the lab to try to steal the rest of the cells or something like that. Try yeah. to steal the bacteria and they literally start to get in a firefight with the SAR, uh, the, the pinstripe suit. Spy, yeah, Sar from Sardan, Sardan, Saradia, Saradia, Saradia. Thanks, yeah. you know, I'm never gonna get this right. From Saradia, and they go. <laughs> The guy goes, damn, we are a lethal weapon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ran it back so many times and I couldn't understand what he was yep, saying. He definitely. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Says it. It's somewhere. George, could you get that one? Yeah, actually? yeah, here it is. It's okay. Here's the uh, here's the line right here. So that's in the, Damn, we are the lethal, we're weapon. lethal weapon. That's in the dubs at uh, twenty nine, almost exactly twenty nine minutes yeah. in. And here is the subs version, and it's also pretty goofy sounding. Listen to this. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, damn, we are the lethal weapon. 
<laughs> it's just a statement of fact. It's just, damn. Damn, so we are the lethal, lethal weapon. Damn, we are the lethal weapon. Just letting you know. Like, while he's shooting. That's, just, that's this thing to scream when you're being shot at. Yeah, also, I don't think they killed anybody during that shot. He was just, no. like, just shooting his gun. And they were, they also, they mishandled these guns horribly during this. They're just like, I, they clearly have never held a gun before. They've never, it's the funniest thing. And then... My th- this next action sequence is a fucking blast because basically Biolante, this is some horror movie shit. Yeah. Uh, also, some have accused this of having a coincidence with Little Shop of Horrors, which came out around the same time, yeah. uh-huh. and they insist that there was no that was no overlap. It was just a, a, a thought merge. I just I just got a very strong like hentai tentacle porn mm. like vibe because because anytime I see tentacles in any like japanese movie i'm like oh this is another it's another tentacle thing like it's why? another tentacle porn thing yeah it's another is, that, is that is it that common yes it's uh oh, wow I mean, i've heard people who watch hentai like it's a very common theme <laughs> from the people who watch it really uh, yeah that's that's what i've heard but uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh george's dog is rolling his eyes oh no <laughs> get out of here buster <laughs> <laughs> Mister, <laughs> my dog's name is don't, just Mister. Don't Mister. Come across me, double cross me. <laughs> my dog's eyes betrayed me again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so this thing, so the hentai porn tentacles of of Biolante start wrapping all of these guys up. Yeah. Uh, the Saradia guy, the, uh, the the lethal weapon guys, and the one that I think it kills the black guy, right? I mean, I th- it seems like so, it did. I don't, I don't see him the rest of the movie. Yeah, so but probably. then his buddy slow mo dives out through a window, mm-hmm. breaking it mm-hmm. onto the first floor because (laughs) there's not he like jumps through and you're like oh my god he's gonna have to jump like three stories and it's like nope no he just jumped to the other side (laughs) just Just made a very dramatic yeah he just jumps and rolls and uh and that was i just loved this part so it was like and then saradia guy did he get away with anything it was hard to figure out. He did. Um, yeah, I mean, they both escaped. Uh, Saradia guy that, did cut off the tentacle, but we get yeah, to. That's right. mm-hmm, he, but we finally get to the first unveiling of a Biolante. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. So fucking cool. He moved out to sea. He stormed through the wall. Yeah, right? he stormed yeah. through the wall when they come and investigate in the morning. Or she? She's fucking, a she, right? She, because she, oh yeah, it's the spirit of Erica and this. It's the spirit this, of Erica, right? And so the psychic, uh, but with the DNA of Godzilla. That's right. So it's essentially, essentially Godzilla. We learn later on in the movie that uh, it's identical uh, genetically to Godzilla. I don't know how that's possible because <laughs> it's also one a plant. Just plant, plant. And one is monster. Yeah. yeah. Identical. So that is inherently I, not identical. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, our understanding of the gene theory was really, really rudimentary in the 80s. Um, but anyway, uh, so you have our psychic Sigusa who picks up Erica's spirit inside the, the uh, Bailante. And, and this is such a haunting scene because it looks so well done. Yeah, this is really great. Yeah, because the you know the uh, they have the mix of live action. Well, I mean it's all live action, but they've kind of uh, uh, 
you know, blended these two scenes together. Yeah. And they made Biolante like move really slow. And there's also a, a shot at night when they have spotlights on it. Yes. And it looks so eerie and mm-hmm. so. Yeah, eerie's the word for it. Yeah. It's super cool. This is actually my favorite. Honestly, if you removed all the goofy ass English uh, stuff with the Serati and with Seradia and the Americans and stuff, I mean, this is just a just a good like it's just a good movie all yeah. the way around yeah. I mean like the campiness of course comes in with all the weird aspects they added to try to appeal to Americans the, right. le- the lesson here is don't try to appeal to us um, <laughs> but the rest of it is like yeah this stuff is super well done they also this um, the guy who was doing Biolante who was the suit there he, there was a guy in a suit back there and mm-hmm. he was holding all of these ropes he was like pulling all of these cords, controlling all of the vines coming one, off One the person. Yeah. yeah. And wow. he said that it was like, he's like, normally I try to do, I try to only put 70% of my physical strength into anything, any of the suitmation stuff so that I don't get tired too easily. And he's mm-hmm. like, but I was at 100% the whole time because he's like, you're just constantly pulling these ropes and you had to make them look alive. You know what's interesting about this this type of or this style of practical effect is that you are literally translating body kinematics into a you know a puppet right so it does feel and look real because you are literally seeing a direct translation of somebody's body motion absolutely as the monster practical effects are better it's and it's also cool. why like the new Godzilla with King of the Monsters they had yes. people in suits for yeah. shooting it and it fucking reads man it yeah. like even with the CGI layered over it it reads better. It's it, great. It they found feels, a good combo. Yeah, it feels good. It feels like there's there's weight to everything that they do. Yeah, absolutely. So so then we go, the psychic kids draw Violante now. They're like, what'd you draw this time? And then they all hold up Violante pictures. Yeah. And they're like, uh-oh. And I loved this too because then I was like, who's the real threat? What? Because then Violante fucking grows teeth and shit yeah. and you're like is this is not good this is probably not okay yeah this is i don't know if this is gonna be like she's she's not a mothra she's yeah. not a mothra <laughs> and then uh so then they say we're gonna blow then the bio major people come back and they're like we're gonna blow up the crater godzilla's in on mount mihara if you guys don't give us the fucking bacteria right the anib yeah. The and I love I love this scene because like they 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 you know read the demands or whatever from the from the bio oh, guys. Oh, they got in the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so like and then the guys and they're gonna blow up the the volcano and then it just cuts to a shot of just an explosion in case you forgot what an explosion looked like. <laughs> no sound, just a silent explosion. Like that's what's gonna happen. Just so yeah. you know, just in case you guys forgot. I thought my this. dub. I, I thought my dub like uh, uh, dropped out at that point. I rewound it to see. No, I did nope. too. I was yeah. like, no, it's just a silent, just a just silent, a explosion. silent explosion. Weird. Explosion. In case you Godzilla fans forgot what an explosion looks like. <laughs> like We're we don't need to condescend to our audience. Exactly. They know. And then I thought. Then okay. So then he's. Uh, Tamashira is working with a uh, sampling of the Biolante cells that got cut off by the Ceradian guy. And he says something that I thought was just super astute. And I love this. It was, oh, sorry, uh, Shiragami. I don't know what I said before. Uh, and But Shiragami is working with these cells. And then he's talking to someone and he says, Science is just another tool of politicians. Yeah. Which was, I was like, oh, dip. Like, that's very relevant to right now, it yeah. feels like. Uh, just in terms of how politicians manipulate it all and everything like that and control what we're putting our money into and everything. I thought that was just a really cool 
moment. Yeah, a little nod toward it's very prescient. Um, yeah, and it's all these science that they that you know that affect that could affect policy that they uh, that they really care about. But yeah. this is in this world. You know, science is definitely uh, the science of Godzilla is definitely a tool of politicians. Um, right. And I think that's why you have the Saradian who is trying to get these cells in the first place is because I think the nations want to uh, use this as a bioweapon. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought, I'm like, that's so relevant. That makes sense. By the way, this guy's name is SSS9. Saradia <laughs> guy is SSS9. That's just oh, his. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Spy name. And then Lee is the Lee is the American that gets out and Low gets killed. Lee and Low. Lee and Low. Lee and Low. Lee and Low, baby. So, uh, <laughs> so finally, uh, we we should talk about like when when the eruption finally happens and Godzilla comes out of this crater because they weren't able to stop the the clock, right? The right. bombs. And this is probably one of the coolest reveals of Godzilla in any Godzilla oh, movie 100%. because you have a very realistic looking uh, volcano explosion along with their pyrotechnics oh yeah and well, but wait real fast before yeah. that because we have to this is an important thing this is where uh, uh, right before this is where the dad admits that he put uh, the DNA Shiragami put Erica's uh, DNA into the Biolante right and stuff so they go in and see Biolante and then he references Norse mythology yeah <laughs> and then he's like she's in there yeah so you get it, and that's at thirty four twenty. So you get the full reveal, Biolante. Great, very. So then we yeah. go to go back to Godzilla. Right. So Godzilla comes up out of the crater, and he looks like such a badass. He's oh, coming, so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. If you know any scene you've ever seen of any movie where uh, the hero is walking away from explosions in his background, it's that. But Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's so hot. It's such an eighties. Like he's Rambo. Yeah. yeah, he's fucking Rambo, and he's got a six pack. Yeah, and he has several rows of pearly white. Yeah, he's whites. got he's got mm-hmm. extra yeah. teeth. Yeah. Exactly. And they're all white. Like he just got he went and got a laser teeth bleaching <laughs> yeah. before he came out for He's this. He's dope as hell. He's Been walking out of the screen. day inside this volcano. <laughs> and then you see the Godzilla alert level going to red. It's like, yes. well, he's made touchdown. I think this is three. This yeah. is three alert level three. And uh, and then they cut to, uh, from a show. So that shit happens. And then they're on a show hosted by a vampire guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets interrupted by the news. Which they don't explain at all. It's just, I, this guy, This has got to be like some popular Japanese. It yeah. must be. It must yeah. be like a, but so if, guys, if you know the people listening, if you know what that show is, please tell us because we couldn't, I couldn't find it yeah. in and my I watched, research. I watched it in the subs and dubs version. I couldn't tell what that was from because yeah. it was, they don't announce it. They don't do anything. He's just interrupted with a live news broadcast. Yeah, it's super weird. It looks like it was a cameo of a popular Japanese. It must have been. It must yeah. be. So that's around like 41 minutes or so. So if any of you know what that show is, tell us because we don't, we don't know. Also, uh, this would be a great time to go to our J take because we're about halfway through. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and Jay was really excited to watch this one. He called me yesterday. He asked about it. He asked where to find it. Well, here it, uh, here it is. Here's our Jay take. Hey, guys. <laughs> this is Jay with my one-minute review of Godzilla vs. Biolante. Um, and <laughs> car uh, this was a pretty intricate film. There was, like, a lot of plot development in the beginning. Got to say the... The um, suit, the Godzilla suit, yeah, and the um, miniatures were just better because you know it's an '80s film, late '80s film. But um, you know there was a lot of um, there was a lot of gore towards Godzilla, and also mm-hmm. Godzilla was kind of a, a dick in this one. It was yeah. kind of uh, I don't know. Um, it was uh, he was like more of a threat than he than I'm used to him being. 
Violante was kind of gross looking in a good way though um, I like that that final form of Violante was really cool um, but um, oh okay it's it's a minute um, I'll see you guys next week All right. uh, bye I love you thank you Jake. that's great well who the heck was that sounded like jake on the phone on the uh like behind him yeah Uh, jake who who was on godzilla raids again he was like he was like on the phone call maybe he was reviewing something else cheating on us with other kaiju how (gasps) you watching an ultraman Jake? Yeah, Gamera. Gam- Jake is on the Gamera. Gamera podcast. How Son of a bitch. He's calling right now. Hey, Gamera. wait, hold on. Let me call him right now. Yeah. <laughs> and say, listen, him. mister. Yeah. Let's see. You've double-crossed us, You've mister. You've double-crossed us, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling him right oh, now. Real phone call. <laughs> Hello? Jake, are you cheating on us with Gamera? Am I what? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, it's a good relationship, you guys. Have. <laughs> yeah. Take that, you That's dinosaur. Right. Take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> 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 okay, he's calling back. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> What's up, bitch? What's up? Wait, wait, wait. Am I cheating on you with Gamera? Were you on that phone call in the background of Jay's review? Uh, <gasps> when did Jay do it? I don't know, last night. Oh, I mean, oh, unless he did it while I was there. I did watch it. But Let's see. Uh, it might be Kyle. Oh, Kyle. That's another friend of ours. Yeah. All right, you're forgiven. All right, cool. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what? that was a very confusing exchange for Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake just experienced this movie. Yeah. Ima- <laughs> very like, confusing. For, for guys out there, imagine your girlfriend calling you and being like, are you cheating on me? Except it's this time it's with Godzilla. Gamma. Yeah. With a kaiju. <laughs> it's that much more confusing. Uh, yeah. Very oh, funny. This is great. Uh, well, thanks. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. I guess Thank Kyle Jay on the phone. And Kyle and Jake. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Jake. Uh, and so then we. Uh, we go to a battle of the. You have the entire navy yeah. and X two. Yeah, this was so, so well done. Fucking cool. Because the 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 shots between the navy cannons shooting and then the uh, the miniatures shooting missiles at Godzilla or, or their cannons at Godzilla and the helicopters and X two are so seamlessly done. It's so well done. Yes, it's so good. And also, by the way, Godzilla really uses his fire breath a lot. Yeah, in this film. like that becomes the center. Of point of this film and the subsequent films uh in the next like several he uses they start moving towards this a lot more it's very cool and it's what you kind of want superman to be because you know superman has the heat vision in every superman movie i'm like why doesn't he solve every problem with the heat vision yes burn a hole through everyone like done you know you don't have to chase you don't have to catch you don't have to just like burn a hole oh my god what if godzilla and, and superman teamed up did they ever fight I'm, my, my money's on Godzilla. Fought the Avengers, but he didn't. Yeah, my money's on Godzilla for sure. Yeah, Godzilla always. Superman's dick. Yeah, <laughs> Superman's like his 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 flaw is something external to him. Kryptonite. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I'm oh. anticipating some hate mail. <laughs> I want to share a hilarious joke that I came up with at the beginning of this podcast when we were talking about the music. Uh, uh, 
just like the funky Godzilla theme. And uh, I thought of the joke of like Godzilla fighting a disco ball. And in this, he literally does because of the does. X2. Oh, oh my that's God, very he totally funny. does. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, and speaking of the music too, Lindsay, I know we talked about this a little bit, but that weird funky music at the top of the show is uh, top of the movie is not a theme throughout. Uh, no, uh, yeah, but it switches to some weird Bugs Bunny shit. Later. Yeah, later. <laughs> yes. But then, and when the when the um, you know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but the the final fight with uh, Bailante uh, and Godzilla ha- does have a really cool score, and I brought in a little sample. Does I completely agree? Yeah, Love here's it. a little sample of uh, what that sounds like. Fucking cool. Kind of like a fast paced job. Yeah, he's got a really cool thing. Um, it's just so well it's done. It's so good. It's yeah. And then we have a really another interesting political thing that happens where our hotshot young gun guy, babe of the movie, challenges he's like telling um Godzilla's gonna make landfall because he's going towards Osaka where all the power plants are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's gonna go charge up. Right. And he's like, hey, and he basically says, Hey, let's tell the public something else. You know, like let's tell the right. you know. And this old guy is basically is like, that would be lying to the public. And so basically, we see the young gun rebel challenging the system yeah. mm-hmm. of appropriately informing people. Yes. <laughs> Super weird. I was like, okay, that's an interesting thing. And I think in, in uh, Japanese culture, there's more weight put on respecting your elders. Absolutely. So this is, so this is really good. Yeah, this is really kind of a, a, a taboo. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so then, uh, and would they say that they think that Biolante is calling Godzilla too because yes. of their DNA. Yeah. And, uh, and Erica's uh, voice is completely disappeared at this point. Yeah, oh, that's right. The uh, Mickey, who is hearing uh, the Rose, she was. He- By the way, Mickey was. Mickey's like intro to this entire movie in this entire movie is that she's like, well, I was listening to the Rose, but it's not talking. That was like her first line. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so then she can't. She can't hear. Mickey, she can't hear Erica anymore through the rose. And Biolante, so Biolante has turned evil, and you could tell because Biolante, the center of Biolante, has some fucking gnarly ass teeth. Yeah. yeah. And then her vines have some gnarly ass teeth, and she's ready to fuck some shit up. And you're like, is she gonna serve God? I love this too because you're like, is she gonna serve Godzilla or is she gonna fight Godzilla? Yeah. And so then the the ship comes back as Godzilla is making land. Fall and Godzilla shoots his uh, fire breath. It reflects it back, does well, but it starts to melt. Right, and that's just as he makes landfall. Yes, yeah. So then you you eventually get to the first actual encounter of Godzilla and uh, Bailante, and so cool. It's a very cool fight scene, and Bailante is not in its final form yet. No. So you you have this fight. Godzilla makes quick work of Bailante, mm-hmm. uh, mostly with fire breath. Sets, yeah. sets Bailante completely on fire. Fucks her up. Just decimates her. Decimates her. But then you see a little glimpse of what's to come. Mm -hmm. Because inside the center of Bailante is her final form, which is uh, almost like part crocodile, part part Godzilla. Yeah, Yeah. that was fucking cool as shit. part plant. Uh, It is a really, really cool character design. And I remember seeing... alligator almost. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. This is another one of those things where, as a kid, if you see the poster, you're not... You want it to look like that poster. You want to see that scene in the movie. And you do. And it is not disappointing. It. Yeah. Exactly. It matches it, up. Yeah. And also, I just want to say, uh, and I'm sure, Lindsay, you you have a take on this, too. But I thought this this fight is something I would tell budding storyboard artists to watch because it's super well staged. It's super clear and it's simple, like in terms of how they stage the fight. Yeah. What do you think of the choreography and the staging on this, Lindsay? 
uh, I thought it was I thought it was done great. Uh, yeah, it's it's like there's like a lot of these old sci-fi movies where like you're you're moving the camera around or mm-hmm. like you're trying to like you're like okay we couldn't we couldn't get we we didn't like only made this one prop and we don't have it from this angle so we have to shoot it down here where it's really confusing where like you're kind of like losing track of what's going on but yeah all of the fight stuff in this movie is like very clearly laid out. It's, it's clean. Like, it's clear. It's yeah. it's it's intimidating. They do max max intimidation. They do instead of having to track where all the tentacles are and stuff like that. They just shoot show it shooting across the screen and grabbing like mm-hmm. macros of Godzilla. I just thought that's so smart. And I feel like that's something that like if you're a young if you're an art student or something. I would really recommend watching that battle because it is it's something that I feel like in all the shows I've worked on, I've watched the showrunner go over with young artists and be like, oh, no, do this, do this. And then I saw it all executed in this action sequence. And I was like, that is so anyway, just a point of fascination. uh, If you're interested in art and storyboarding, I really recommend you watch that action sequence because I think it was done incredibly well and staged like incredibly well. Mm -hmm. So then Godzilla Godzilla goes to goes makes landfall is in Osaka and he starts fucking shit up. But then they are going to use the bacteria. Right. Right. And so they the way they're going to deliver the bacteria to Godzilla is they have Godzilla walking through, uh, you know, once he's made landfall, he's walking through the buildings, fucking everything up. And they have soldiers strategically placed in skyscrapers with bazookas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that it's bazookas because bazookas were such a big thing in the uh, 80s and 90s. Like bazooka, there's themes in weapons, themes in movies. Like in the 60s and 70s, it was quicksand. In the 80s and 90s, it was bazookas. Everyone had a bazooka. Everybody had a bazooka. Mm -hmm. Because I think largely because of Rambo, uh, (laughs) Rambo part two specifically. So everyone. But also wasn't there like, I think it was part of like the Gaza conflict too. Like bazookas got created and then they were used a lot. Oh yeah. But was like, cool, we'll use bazookas too. And Commando, all these like 80s action movies. So so these these soldiers have bazookas and they're de- going to deliver these. Uh, these are really cool munitions too because they hit Godzilla and then they kind of like stick to his skin and mm-hmm. then they start drilling inside him. Yeah. And they're it's crazy. Yeah. And so Godzilla um, gets hit by these bazooka guys. Um, and they get, I think they hit him two times and then mm, yeah. the, and then Godzilla walks up to one of them a real cocky soldier yeah, yeah he like senses because that guy shot one of them and then he's like Godzilla's like you motherfucker yeah Godzilla walks up right behind this guy and, the, and like everybody in the command center is like dude he's right behind you he's right like for like a solid yeah. like five seconds and he's just like Godzilla just <laughs> and also Godzilla sneaks up on him yeah, yeah. A, a fucking a monster the size of a skyscraper just snuck up on someone yeah <laughs> Godzilla- like, everybody's trying to warn him and this guy's just thinking about what he's gonna have for dinner Godzilla's a big boy, but he's also a stealthy boy. Uh, so he, he Godzilla has up behind him, t- tiptoeing. Three years of ballet when he was six. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it still carries him. It pays dividends. Yeah. Um, so he sneaks up on this, on this guy, and the guy turns around. He's real cocky. He shoots a, a, another round right down Godzilla's throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which so the bacteria is delivered into him, and, but the problem is. Godzilla's body temperature is too cold because he's a reptile, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a reptile. Which is weird because he's also uh, has nuclear fuel inside him, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. He's uh, yeah. he's cold fusion. Guys, he's cold fusion, Look, that apparently. Part, that that yeah. part is not canon. Yeah, uh. that's, yeah, exactly. We're like, wait, hold on. Also, But also, this was hilarious because remember in the 1998 one, he's like, 
warm blooded or yeah, something, even though he's a reptile. Boy, yeah. that weird movie. It's all over the place. Uh, all, so also he shuts down Mickey before, like right around this time, he Mickey's trying oh, to draw right. him to her, and she's like, and then he fucking shuts her down, and she's like, and she falls, and we get alert four. Yeah, as he's as he's fucking up Osaka. That's right. So they they say, look, his body temperature is too cold. What we have to do is raise his temperature somehow. And he goes, and uh, they're they're sitting in a boardroom and having a meeting with generals and the uh, one I forget who, but someone says mm-hmm. we should use the TC system. And they're like TC he goes the thunder controls. <laughs> what was it? The thunder, yeah, like the thunder. Yeah, I think it's like thunder c- control. Oh, that's, yeah, creation yeah. system or something like that. Yeah, the thunder creation system, and also it's not thunder; it's lightning. But anyway, yeah, um, right, exactly. <laughs> which is basically like a hexagonal grid of basically like giant landmines mm-hmm. that shoot lightning up at Godzilla to raise his body temperature. Which, by the way, I swear to God, the hexagonal thing was used for the Nintendo game. Yes, yes, because like right. then the Nintendo game came out like. I don't know, two years later or something like that. And they use hexagonal things to hexagonal things for where you're going and visiting to, to battle on. Yeah. Which is super cool. Also, one of my favorite lines comes out of this. The, the SSS nine, uh, Sardinia guy, uh, he, he's driving and they start talking about Godzilla and he goes, ah, damn, it's Godzilla. (laughs) I think, I think he did like this happened like, Earlier in the movie too, I think this is this is his second. Damn, it's Godzilla! Godzilla, yeah, twice. He's like this poor guy can't catch a break. Like, oh, Godzilla! Damn, again. it's Godzilla! It's at like one oh nine, or somewhere around there. Uh, do you want to find that one? Sure. I think it's it's it should be around one oh nine. One oh nine, maybe a little bit before. <laughs> and by the way that's the way he, when he says that line it's after a solid like 20 to 30 seconds of him looking at godzilla walking down and destroying the city and then he turns around in the slowest reaction ever damn it's Godzilla. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, just so like oh fuck <laughs> Ah, Godzilla, huh? Hmm. Well, <laughs> going in and Back out. Back to spying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so great. And also, uh, I, just for the record, Godzilla takes out Mitsubishi and Sony uh, in this one. Um, and then at 110, one of my favorite things happens. Uh, this is right around where they're discussing the thunder stuff. They visit Mickey in the hospital and they're like, well, she did emit as much energy as Godzilla did. Uh, so get wait, away what? from she's a fucking nuke yeah like what how what but yeah they're in the hospital room and i'm like you guys should run yeah <laughs> that's you guys should you guys leave. be cloning her dna yeah maybe like, should, like if she emitted as much energy as him that's nuts you have a Can giant we put her is it too late to add her to be Olante? maybe that's a bad yeah idea. maybe we should just drop her in um <laughs> also this is the part in the movie where i would say that um uh, that our main guy, our main uh, scientist, starts to really, uh, Shirigami starts to really resemble Jon Stewart. <laughs> it's like, he's, he looks like a Japanese Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yep. see that, yeah. Yeah, Shirigami starts looking like a Japanese Jon Stewart. It took me a while, and then I landed on it. There's like a strong, fr- full frontal, not nudity, but just a full <laughs> frontal shot of him. No nudity in this Godzilla film. <laughs> uh, and he looks like he looks like John Stewart and I'm like oh interesting we'll uh, we'll link to Haley's fanfic uh, <laughs> <laughs> where there is plenty of it's, it's Godzilla fights a nude colony <laughs> <laughs> even Godzilla's not wearing clothes <laughs> <laughs>
Actually, that's why the fight goes down. Godzilla wants to wear swim trunks. Yeah. But they're like, no, you can't. So Godzilla and the nudists get mm-hmm. in a fight. Guys, go to my Tumblr. Uh, so we've got, then we have the, evolu- then we basically, we, we come around to the big evolution right. of Belante, right? Yes, which is the coolest, like the big reveal. And, uh, you also have, uh, the, the, uh, some of the acid attacks that happen. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, it's such a cool reaction. Acid attacks are nuts. Yeah. Because Godzilla reacts in the way that a human would react if sprayed with acid. Like there, yeah. he throws his head back like mm-hmm. in pain. Right. Did you think, um, uh, that was uh, like a cool at- attack, Lindsay. Like, what what was your favorite type of a- yeah. attacks that they had? Um, yeah, no, I thought that was that was very it's like very like gross and and weird. Uh, like, I couldn't. It's like she barfing on him. Yeah, it's so it did look. It's it looked like she gross. was puking bile. On yeah, him. she yeah. was like like poison and bile. She, she does it for so long, and so it's just like long. And then she fucking bites his head. Yeah, she bites his fucking head. She's got, she's got a mouth like like Godzilla now has two rows of teeth. She's she just has, got an entire mouth. It's all teeth covered in teeth. Oops, all teeth. Oops, all teeth. <laughs> it's Bialante. Oops, all teeth. Bialante. It's fucking insane. And then she fucking. Stabs his hand. Yeah, yeah. right through his Angels. hand. Yeah, I was just writing like, "Dope, what the fuck?" And then there's this really fucking funny shot while she's starting to obliterate him, and and somebody should gift this because there's just a shot of Godzilla watching her coming at him like. Oh, what? Uh, uh, what like it's a solid now? like single yes. on Godzilla where he's kind of shaking his head like what's going on <laughs> because there's so many tentacles coming towards Godzilla can't and block he, them all yeah he's like which one do I process first and so Godzilla just handles them like you would one at a time he knocks them out one at a time that's what you do just in life, you know, you got a lot of problems coming at you. You just got to knock them out one, one exactly. by one. Exactly. And in the meantime, they are bringing up Godzilla's core temperature with the yes. with the thunder control system. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the and he's so the bacteria is starting to take effect. So he's just getting fucked up on all levels. Then Bialante levels up yet again and shoots lightning. Basically, like she yeah. does, like she gets her like lightning breath sort of thing. So then Godzilla, this was sad. Godzilla tries to be like, okay, I'm done. I lost. He tries to walk away into the ocean and fucking collapses, mm-hmm. like head first into the ocean. And I was like, Aah! "It was a yeah, it was an inelegant kind of stumble yeah, to, it was to sad. the yeah." I was like, "Flops into the ocean." Yeah, I was like, "Come on, Godzilla, get up, man! You got this." Yeah, and then and then Godzilla and then Bialante is, uh, <laughs> oh boy, then Bialante. Is Bialante's work here is done. Yeah. So Bialante's spores well, okay, evaporate because, because in- Godzilla shot his like radioactive breath down her throat. Oh, that's right. Godzilla yeah. really it's fucked, like there's this very cool like effect of just like the the you know light of the atomic ray just like you can see it through her throat and it's like starting to like disintegrate and stuff it's like yeah very cool it's very yeah. cool it's true and also by the way we we went past the fact that her second form like, when she reforms it's in glitter. Yeah. Like she reforms in glitter and also when her her sap, her like poison sap bile shit is also like glittery. Yeah. Which is yeah. fucking funny. There's I was like going poison bile glitter. Uh so then she her glitter bile, she's like, All right, glitter bile out. And she starts evaporating. <laughs> and then he's like 
And then they look, Shiragami looks up and it's like, hey, it's his wife. It's just his <laughs> wife. It's, it's, it's Erica. It's his daughter, right? Yeah, I mean, his yeah. daughter. Sorry. It's, I kept the, like I told you at the beginning of this, I kept right. thinking it was his wife. The yeah. It's his, <laughs> that'd be great. And it's, it's just a it's lovely portrait, just like a Sears photo, just like with like a soft background. Yeah. Operated into an eight by 10. Operated into a headshot. Yeah. It's very goofy. It's so silly. You would have expected like some kind of hologram effect, like Star Star Wars because this is at least twenty years after Star yeah, Wars. Like, like maybe it should be formed out of the gold sparkles because we already have beautiful gold sparkles. But no, it's just like just a beautiful a photo. Just a photo. It's just. A and then you see that again at the end credits. Um, it's so silly. Yeah, it's super silly. Um, at the end credits, you also have like this shot where you're zooming out from from Godzilla like walking out at, at, to see, and then you also just see uh, the road like the rose from Biollante just. A picture, like kind of flying up into space, <laughs> watching down on us from space. Yeah, space road. Violante is always with us, and then they go the the and that with the monsters done, they close out the human story. And SSS nine, they get him to step on one of the thunder control panels. Yeah. The after, after he shoots the doctor. Oh yeah, and he shoot, but he shoots. Sh- yeah, that's right. He shoots uh, Shiragami first, and and kills but him. First, what? Shiragami has to say the best thing. Oh yeah, yeah he yeah. has to he has to to reprimand all of us um oh, that's right. he says he says what is it how does he phrase it it's it's truly humans were the monsters like the, oh yeah godzilla and biolante weren't the monsters it was the humans who created it, it. it's like yeah. raise your hand if humans were the monsters the whole time yeah he definitely does the humans we were the monsters the whole time i believe my friend turned to me and went drink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at that one i was like yeah that's true like we were like applauding and then um and, and, yeah, that's right. He gets shot by SSS nine. Says his wise words. Dies. Uh, SSS nine stands on one of the hex. They somehow get him to stand on one of the hex. Like, there's a very platforms. muddy fight between him and, and Kirishima. Uh, Kirishima. Kirishima. Uh, yeah. So he chases the assassin, and the assassin has the gun up against uh, Kirishima. The SSS nine does, and just as he's about to pull the trigger, mm-hmm. uh, someone in the control center hits the button and zaps him. It's, it's hot shot. Hot shot. Yeah, pilot. It's hot hot shot. Shot. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and zaps him, and he fucking vaporizes. <laughs> yeah, he just, just evaporates. He is real dead. He is and so the, dead. And the sound effect too. I had to play this back <laughs> because I'm like, did they really just have that sound effect? It's such a bizarre kind of. Um, here, listen to listen to listen. To, this is what it actually sounds like. Here it is. That's it. That's it. This is the end of a human. Almost like a mosquito zapper. Yes. yes. <laughs> it is just like. Also, by the way, there was earlier in the lab fight where Biolante comes out, somebody hits the other guy in the head and yes. it goes bong, bong, bong. <laughs> it's so fucking, you're like, why is this happening? So then, uh, so he so he gets lapped out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of a man ending. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. <laughs> but then Godzilla's, uh, the Kirishima and Asuka are like, yeah, we did it. But then Godzilla stands up because the uh, ocean temperature has cooled him down enough so he's right. okay. Yeah, the bacteria but, stopped. Right? Yeah, but Godzilla takes the L. He knows when he needs to take mm. the L and he swims away. 
Uh, I am done with all you guys' bullshit. Yeah, he's definitely all all sorts of done. And uh, we we see uh, we see Doctor Okuchi mourning Shiragami, and and then a base. I guess as Erica talks about what's happening, she likes her voice kind of comes comes in and they talk about like the Garden of Eden for a second. They're like, we left the Garden of Eden. We made that mistake. Which was really weird because they never do that in these in like Japanese films. Yeah, it was weird super reference weird. to like, uh, you know, Christianity. At the yeah, end. it was and, super fucking, I was like, what? And then and she goes, uh, well, I guess it's time we go to America. He goes, I'm not going to America. Yeah, that's right. He goes, I'm not going to America. People are people wherever you go. Yeah, she goes, he, he goes, there's good and bad people on every continent. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, not, not too bad. It's a very kind of, um, yeah. uh, nihilistic slash pessimistic uh, worldview which I'm okay with uh, you know yeah let's end it on that note <laughs> right exactly like it's super it's it's very weird uh, so uh, yeah I mean that's the the takeaway and then you watch a you watch a rose bloom over the credits mm-hmm. uh, and and here's the uh, here's the end uh, credit music too uh, we can just play that out uh, plays out with the and credit music. Oh, yeah, it's- that's right. Superman music. This is yes, like Superman so music. Good. Yeah. The whole time this was reminding me of Superman music. Yeah, very similar to Superman music. <laughs> like so similar. Yeah. yeah. Again, I mean, it's funny that we mentioned Superman earlier because you want Superman, again, to use mm-hmm. his heat ray vision, but Godzilla does use his breath a lot in this movie and it solves a lot of problems. Yes. A lot of problems. Uh, okay, so now here's... I'm going to give you guys one piece of wild trivia from this one. So on March 17th, 1992, as pre-production work was underway on Godzilla vs. Mothra... By the way, this is to uh, this is from Wikizilla. Thank you, Wikizilla. Someone snuck into Toho's special effects department and stole one of the Godzilla suits that was used in Godzilla vs. Biollante and Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. Wow. And it was going to be used in the film. So a Godzilla hunt was launched for the stolen costume because it here's how much how much do you think the costume is worth uh i gotta say what like ten thousand dollars maybe five yes. five ten thousand three hundred seventy one thousand dollars holy shit yeah. holy shit and then wow. it ended when it <laughs> and who do you think found it and how do you think where's it, goro the old uh, godzilla actor that'd be great uh, that'd be amazing nope but an elderly woman found it in a bamboo patch in the suburbs. Ah, <laughs> holy shit. Can you imagine like coming across that? Like just walking and seeing a like, giant what Godzilla. What the fuck is this? A real Godzilla costume. Only in Japan. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Godzilla's back and he's smaller than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, so I loved this. I thought this it was, was fucking really great. Fun, yeah. It didn't do that well in the theaters as we've discussed on another uh, episode where we talked about the 1991 Gator this was kind of a weird time but I do think that this was a big they say in the book by David Collette that I always uh, quote at the beginning that this was a really big transitional time because like I said like I said perfectly at the beginning this was truly the first century of the Heisei era yes yeah and uh, but they were trying to reinvent Godzilla and move away from kind of the any of the campiness and stuff so they were trying to take it seriously but then they were also confronted with the idea of like oh we have to appeal to an American market Mm -hmm. and that was just a weird growing period yeah um 
you know, overall the the movie is uh, very well done. The miniatures are very well done. So good. I, I will say this: when with the practical effects, I cannot overstate how important they are because if you just have Godzilla either with CG or just walking across, um, you know, like a green screen, when you have flames like the pyrotechnics exploding around him in real life, you will see the reflection and the glow of the flames oh, on his yeah. body, and they do a really good job of that in this movie. It gives it weight. It gives it. It makes it feel important. It makes right. it feel real. Uh, in a way that you don't see in in many modern movies anymore it's today. It's too glossy. Yeah, it's New too modern. glossy, yeah, too it's plastic. Like, the lighting is off. Like the lighting is one of the hardest things to do absolutely. in 3D rendering, and you don't have to worry about that when you're doing practical effects. So it's very well done. Highly recommended. Um, yeah, probably, watch this one. Probably in my top ten. Oh, uh, for sure. Movies. This is definitely in my top ten too. Yeah. And it makes sense that it came right before Ghidorah. Like super fun. Lindsay, do you have a favorite Godzilla movie? Um, I have been recently like filling in the holes, filling in the gaps of, of my Godzilla watching. I, I recently watched it's Mothra versus Godzilla, which I found it in the American version is Godzilla versus the thing, which made me very offended for Mothra. Wow. But I, I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that one. The original, you were talking about the earliest one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that one's really great. Fun. That one's, that one's definitely one of my top 10 too. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so no, and Lindsay, uh, as you know, we have the artists we've mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, so what would your kaiju be? So uh, in in my uh, various goings on, you know, making art and music, I go by the name Linzilla. Um, so that's so. Uh, so what would your kaiju name be? Uh, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably be Linzilla. And right. when I draw my like when I draw like the Linzilla character, she's like just a very basic sort of like Godzilla T-Rexy uh, dinosaur kaiju thing, but with pink hair. Love it. Um, so, yeah. So Any some, special powers, though, that you'd uh, like to add? Uh, let's see. She, she has very strong tail attacks. Ooh. And um, I do. I, I like Easy tail. Yeah. I like I would love some kind of like crazy colored like mouth breath thing cool it's very cool so when you say um uh pink hair you said pink hair right uh are you envisioning like a mohawk or just like bangs uh like a normal like like a brady bunch hairstyle like what kind of <laughs> it's, it's i always it is it is often like like a, a a sort of like you know shoulder length bob that i that i draw her with um, okay it's it's very cartoony my job but i would i, I do think like because now i'm envisioning and i'm gonna keep forgetting his name uh, our awesome friend who keeps uh, oh, Thomas! Thomas, yeah, it's like I, I love the like the very like detailed, gross, you know, monsters that he does. So I think it would be like really cool for her to have just like a mohawk of, That's of dope. pink hair going down. I love that. And Lindsay, uh, we know you're an amazing uh, artist and, and a talent yourself. If you ever wanted to uh, draw any or give us your own interpretations of uh, of anything at all, please do. I, should, I, I absolutely yeah. should. I've been I've been busy these like past few weeks. I have a new job that I'm starting. Hey, congrats! Hey, congrats. Now, hey, and the audience. Fucking love that. <laughs> um, where can people find you, Lindsay? Where can they follow you? I am on Twitter. I am at the Linz T H A L I N Z, um, and I'm also that on Instagram and Great. Tumblr. Yeah, perfect. We'll, we'll link to it from the website as well. Yeah. And Haley, where can people find you? People can find me at Haley Mancini, and of course, they can also follow the podcast on Twitter at zero underscore Godzilla. That's Z E R O spelled out, not just the number. 
And me, I'm at Maddox Rules and at Real Maddox, I think, on Instagram. If you guys want to I occasionally, so if you guys uh, uh, follow me on Instagram, I do post, and I think you do too, Haley, um, some previews of the movie that we're watching on our oh, story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so if I'm at the Haley yeah. Experience, if you want to follow me on Instagram. That's right. Follow us there. Uh, lots more to come. Keep those yeah. uh, voicemails and fan mails coming. We'll have a lot more coming up. But until next time, I'm George. I'm Haley. I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. We welcome you. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>